Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew, and we are going to bring you a special episode number 455. Drew, myself, and a friend of ours went and saw Avengers Infinity War. Um, we saw it opening day, that Thursday. We saw a 7 o'clock showing. You and I wanted to make sure we didn't get spoiled on this, and we were there with the hip crowd on Avengers Infinity War. Right, Drew? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. my, my daughter went along, too. That was nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, not sure she dug it as much as we did. She was there for one and one reason alone, is that was to make sure her favorite characters made it through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like we said, it's spoiler-rific. Yeah, we're so. doing a separate one that we are going to label spoilers. This won't be embedded in an episode. It'll be its own individual thing, but we thought you guys might want our opinion on Avengers Infinity War. We're sure you guys have seen it, because what? You know, comic book-loving person wouldn't want to see the 19th uh, episode, you know, Marvel MCU movie, the the quintessential. It's made more money than any movie ever created, it seems. It's going to be number one on everything. But we just wanted to chill for a bit and talk to you guys about Avengers Infinity War and invite you guys to tweet at us, go to our Facebook pages and other things to uh, be part of the conversation or if you have questions for everything. Uh, just kind of what our thoughts are. Uh, Drew, did, <laughs> you really liked the movie, didn't you? I did. I really liked it. I was I was surprised um, that I liked it because I did not like Age of Ultron. So, I, <laughs> as I, most people didn't. Good. I, I'm not alone there. And so this this I thought from the beginning to the end was really really good and didn't feel like a two hour and forty minute movie. Um, I really liked Thanos. Well, 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 well portrayed. Now that was that was the big question I had going on because we knew ahead of time that Thanos would not have an infatuation with death. He would not want to be with death. He would not death as a female person to come out and be with him. That was not his motivation in this one. And that scared me a little bit as to whether we would care why he was doing this. I didn't miss it. I didn't either. I totally bought into his half of the population should die to save the rest of humanity. I, I, I bought into that pretty easily. Um, and I didn't miss the whole death angle. Did you? Yeah. No, it was really cool. I kind of thought that could get really convoluted and everything if we get to death and trying to impress death. Yeah. And, and then if you don't impress death, how do we chase death more and that yeah. kind of thing. So I liked it. It was just he's like, you know what? My planet had too many people. Bad things happen. So you know what? I'm going to make sure mathematically we randomly kill 50% of all and bring balance to the galaxy. I thought it came off well. He came off genuine. And... Something very odd, you know. I'm I'm usually critical of of villains in the MCU. I, I you know I like the uh, uh, your Killmongers. I like your Vultures, but normally I don't see. I'm not a big fan of your Obadiah Stains and your other weird things, and even sometimes your Lokis. But man, uh, Thanos is probably my favorite villain in any MCU movie. Yeah, he he was great, um, and yeah, just there were so many really awesome scenes and the the way i mean they just throw you right into it you know you're you're getting that first stone was it the power stone the first one maybe uh when we see him he already has the power stone he has already you know defeated uh, the nova core and stolen that one fairly fairly easily and this movie literally picks up right where guardians leaves or uh, right where ragnarok leaves off yeah um yeah it it and it doesn't mess around um no. and and it the thing I liked about it, I liked I liked a lot about it, but it, it really handled the large cast well. I mean, yeah. having all those characters, and I I felt like I didn't feel like anybody was 
not on screen enough or on Cap, screen too Cap much. Cap was not on. Cap had an amazing intro, but there was no Cap to be found. Almost the whole movie there. But I didn't. I didn't feel like there was a hole there. Completely agree. Um, my favorite thing at the beginning they do they establish Hulk versus Thanos straight up. Thanos owns Hulk. That was perfectly done. I loved that part. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I guess the the whole thing with Banner not being able to Hulk out was interesting. Yeah, new. because you know Thanos kicked his tail and he was scared. We had you know the Hulk running scared. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So that that was. That was a new thing, and um, I thought Doctor Strange was used very well. Oh, yeah. And there's this one part where he is going through all the possible futures um, and has determined, supposedly, that there is one way that we win. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really say how that what that is. And then he ends up giving the time stone to Thanos... To save Tony Stark's life. To save Tony Stark's life, which he's already said, you know, you're not your life's not worth saving, you know, over the. If stone. it comes to you, if it comes to the spider, if it comes to the stone, yeah. the stone's always going to be the number one. So we, at the time, I didn't understand it. It didn't feel genuine because he kind of flip flopped so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but then later, later we'll, we'll circle back around that that might be a key to something. Absolutely, I, I, I think the. Spider-Man character, another cameo. They borrowed this character again uh, from Sony, and I thought it was great. Um, We've seen three times. We got two more. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was used really, really well. Um, Iron Man. I, I I thought that I would be sick of him at this point. You know, he's been in a lot of these, and I'm kind of done with. Thought I was done with um, Robert Downey Jr., but. He did. He really handled it really well, and was both funny and and powerful and good Iron Man. It was it was great. We was never great. got our no shit Sherlock line from Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, uh, Iron Man from him <laughs> <Yeah>. and T- <laughs> both people that played Sherlock Holmes. We didn't get that. But were you hoping? Yeah, that's what a lot of people were like. Oh, that'd be great. But uh, if we get what's his face from uh, from Black Panther, who plays Watson. To come in and maybe hopefully fulfill that line in the next one. That was just, I don't know, just <laughs> something I thought would be funny. That that is that would be pretty good. I, I didn't even put that together, but you're right. Yeah, they've all been in Sherlock shows or movies. That's, that's so at, at the top of the movie we lose Loki. Yes, pretty badly, and we lose Heimdall. We yeah, we think they're dead, right? They're dead. There's there's very little uh, not being dead. Not, not as wiggle room. Yeah. yeah, there was <laughs> it was a lot of death. A lot of death. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I like that, and of course we get uh, we get Hulk being flown back to Earth as the Herald. Uh, you know, in the comics, of course, that's Silver Surfer, but we're not doing Silver Surfer in this one. Uh, we're using the Hulk in this case, and I think it worked very, very well about him being the person that says, you know, Thanos is coming and all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, that was great. Now, Ebony Ma, uh, Corvus Glaive, and. Uh, Everybody else that's uh, you know Thanos's little buddies. How, they were what great. Did you think about them. Yeah, they were awesome. Um, those... Ebony Ma, of course, steals everything. He's he's phenomenal. Black Dwarf, or wait, it's not Black Dwarf. We had to something Obsidian. We changed his name because we couldn't call him Black Dwarf in this. And Proxima Which... Midnight. That's the name I couldn't remember. Yeah, the the dude that was was magical. 
Ebony Ma. He was fantastic. Yeah. I really liked him. Um, but yeah, the, yeah all, all those evil henchmen, which you know them much better than I do. I, I don't think I've ever read any of those characters before. So um, they were all new to me, and I thought they were fantastic. And yeah, they really did a good job and were super powerful. Um, I, I didn't realize how powerful they were, but they they were great, and they were they were kicking butt throughout. Um, yeah, for it, as good as the CG was on Thanos throughout this whole thing, um, Proxima Midnight, a lot of people had a lot of problems with kind of the way she was rendered and how she kind of stood out as a CG character a, a bit on this. But uh, all in all, I don't think it took me out of the movie, but uh, it, it, it wasn't as well done. She kind of came off very kind of odd-looking. What? Was there like like there was cartoony elements to her? Yeah, it wasn't. It was it was more uh, overtly CG than like Thanos. I thought blended well, and Josh Brolin did phenomenal, and it, you know it, it looked like a character that was in there. Whenever I saw uh, Proxima Midnight, I was just like, "Ugh, huh?" Yeah, I, I didn't. I, that didn't happen to for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, the, those battles were fantastic. Um, a lot of splintered groups and let's, you know, fight them, uh, separately. So they have a little more screen time and those, those really worked really well. Vision, you know, it, I, I, I wasn't sure about the whole, well, let's, we have to kill you in order to, for this to work. Mm-hmm. We have to destroy you. And, uh, uh, then they then they decided to shift gears and well if we go to Wakanda they have the technology we can maybe just remove the gym and hide it mm-hmm. um, and that took forever and didn't really no we were we were gonna remove the gym and then independently destroy it without destroying Vision hopefully yeah yeah that's right that's right um, yeah it's two hours and forty minutes folks and uh, <laughs> I, I only saw it once so I should probably go see it again there's a lot going on here. Um, but yeah, I loved how they gave everybody a little bit of room to breathe. They they split some of our people up. They split split our guardians of the galaxy up even. So, you know, just kind yeah. of gave them their own yep. space. And the guardians came in and uh, you really stole their scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, their scenes were laugh out loud funny and really strong. The interplay between Star Lord and Thor was really great. And, um, and we hilarious. absolutely we get Ragnarok Thor in this. He is the exact character from Ragnarok. The humor and everything's intact, so I'm glad they stuck with that and they stuck with that personality almost to a T. Yeah, yeah, that that was great. And you know, Thor was very strong throughout this as well. Uh, he got the biggest standing ovation or or loud cheering mm-hmm. when he the came. Stormbringer scene. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, so there was and then there was the whole. Um, Who's the guy from Game of Thrones? I'm losing his name. Peter uh, Dinklage. Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. His appearance was great as um, the oversized dwarf. The oversized dwarf. That that was fantastic. Uh, that whole scene was great. The Wakanda stuff was great. It's great to get back there so fast after Black Panther, and it just felt like ooh, we we're gonna we got a sequel to this coming up at some point. Um, it, and that that was fun. Um, Biggest and, noticeable know, absences, of course, from this is we got no Hawkeye. No Hawkeye, yeah. We got no Ant-Man. Yeah. We got no Valkyrie or any of the other larger characters uh, that were on that ship from Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. And 
And Valkyrie was great, so I'm surprised. Mm. Yeah. But we we hear later on, we hear Thor say, half of my people have been wiped out. Now, if you're just watching that initial scene, it looks like everybody's dead. But if you're hearing his words, he's saying half of the Asgardians have been wiped out. So I'm to assume that half of them are still alive, so there's a possibility for Valkyrie and a few other people to still be alive and heading towards Oklahoma or whatnot. Okay. So okay. that that was a point of contention with a bunch of people who were like, did you hear them him say half of my people? Yeah. So I'm still under the assumption that there are still Asgardians and that hopefully Valkyrie may still be alive. Right. And that she was like staying with the people to get them safe. Well, there was there was also one of the um, the soul stone he had to get from Red Skull. Awesome cameo, man! I loved I, the, which, just that that voice, which was interesting. And and I I'm not sure what does Red Skull just hang out there now after after this? It appears or, he's been cursed there. That he you know the stones and things he wanted so much he's so close to but can't get it in his own. So I'm not sure if somebody pulls that stone if his. He's if fulfilled he, and that's it, or if he's just stuck there now with absolutely no purpose. No, he has no purpose at all. But um, yeah, the, having to sacrifice his daughter to get that soul stone was really, uh, really effective, and it yeah. worked, and I, it was believable. Um, Gamora was was great. A lot she, of screen time for Gamora. A lot, lot of, of screen time. time for her, and I probably should have known that coming in, but. Um, Hey, you know, Donny Cates kind of showed us some of this stuff in the Thanos run. Mm-hmm. He did. He did what six issues of Thanos, from thirteen mm-hmm. to eighteen, and you know, we kind of saw. Hey, Thanos is bad. He's yeah. tough. He's going to be around. And um, and you said you were especially uh, kind of impressed with the annual for Thanos as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. just how cruel he can be. Yeah, and it had a bunch of different stories, but yeah, and it was just it really really established that because he he has been in the series he's so far removed from all the actual um, individual killings and things of uh, and and all the the the, the evilness of him, mm-hmm. you know you're kind of it's just kind of fun to watch him, but then in the annual they kind of <coughs> revisit some of his. Uh, dickishness <laughs> and and what an awful person he is and then we, we saw a lot of that in the movie and it, it really did show um just devastating power of the infinity gauntlet and, yeah, and we just saw it how in the powerful scene, it, it is like the scenes on nowhere where he used the reality stone to trick um yeah, yeah. you know gamora into seeing how she would react finding him there and, and he gets what he wants where she she goes through with trying to kill him, and, and, you know, that's just him toying with them at that point. That was great. I, I forgot about that until you just mentioned it. That was a great scene, too. Um, getting, you know, they kind of put, getting that after after the heroes succeed in blowing up Vision's stone. Was that the time stone? Which one is that? The time stone? Vision has the mind stone. The mind stone. Um <laughs> You know, or mind gem. I apologize. So they actually, they actually win, but because Thanos has the time stone or time gem, he can rewind it a little bit and then win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh shit, oh man. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, it was it was 
it was pretty powerful in the theater, you know. Everybody was just like on the edge of their seats. And and then he what you said was going to happen, you had been mm-hmm. kind of calling for was um, he was going to snap his fingers. Yeah, that's how I wanted the entire movie to end. I wanted the entire movie to end with a snap of the finger and no post credit scene. They went a little further, and it was the right call, because we get to see who all gets blinked out. But I'm yeah. super happy with how it ended. And the way they all dissolved into Ash was very effective. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, the friggin' Spider-Man scene. Yeah. Mr. Stark. Mr. Stark. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, in the Infinity Gauntlet story, Spider-Man sticks around in that one, but isn't really there at the end when they get all cosmic and everything to try to correct everything. In this one, they're just like, nope, he's out. So, like, when we talk about who got blinked out and who came back, we, you know, we see the $1.4 billion Black Panther disappear in all his cohorts, and we are left with essentially the original Avengers. Oh, I didn't even count who was around still. I, I oh, knew, no, no, yeah. I knew Iron Man was still around. Cap? Um, uh, Scar- or, uh, Black Widow? Black uh, Bucky, I, th- I can't remember if Bucky lived or that's the one I can't remember. But essentially what we have is the original Avengers. Hulk's still there. Um, so it, it's kind of neat to see we're back to where we started with this. And I, I assume that's there's a reason for that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Biggest and- questions I have is the gauntlet. It looked like it got thrashed. What do you mean? Like after he he snaps, if you look at the gauntlet, it's like black. So I don't know if he destroyed the gauntlet in that or exactly what. That's a big question I have is is uh, what what condition is the gauntlet still in? Because it looked pretty toe up. Okay, so so we see him snap his fingers. We see half of everyone disappear mm-hmm. um, into ash. We, then we see. Thanos chilling in a cabana. Yeah, he pieces out, goes through a wormhole, and heads out to what I believe is Gamora's planet. It looks like he talked about how you know her planet, since he killed half the people, has turned into a, a lush utopia. And it, just from the kind of scenes that we saw at the beginning, I, that's where I think he may end up may have gone to. So he's just chilling, and I don't remember if he even had the gauntlet on at that point. Or if there was anything wrong with it. He took it with him, but I remember right after he blinks, you kind of see it, and it's just black. And I don't know if it, like, the actual gauntlet kind of blows up and deteriorates. That's one one question I have going for. Granted, I'm sure they'll deal with that, but that's just one thing I was like, what? Yeah. So now we go back to uh, when Doctor Strange gives up the time gem, and... He says there is only one of 14 million possibilities, but doesn't, we win. Yeah. doesn't spell it out. So, does he see a path to win this victory, and is it tied to saving Tony Stark? That's my assumption. My assumption is it, it you know, it's around Tony. Tony has to live for this to even work, is my assumption. And if he needed to give up the time stone... You know, possibly even in the vision he saw, he sees a moment in time where half the people are blinked out. Yeah. But in the end, it's all rectified, is my, of course, assumption. Now, have you read the Infinity Gauntlet storyline? The comic? Been years. I'm trying to pull all this crap from way back memory. And I wasn't real into it when I read it. I was just like, I should probably read this. And I'd read it and I was like, okay. Okay. 
so you don't know how close it was to the the movie, how the movie and the comics lined up. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely quite a few differences in it, and you know, we've, uh, you know, some of the characters that help in the end of this, Adam Warlock and stuff, we don't haven't seen or anything about, so you know, that I don't know the answers to. Okay. Okay. So we're definitely going to have to I've do never, a few things I, different. I never read it, and uh, I was, I was at first I was thinking I should, and then I thought, I want to go in cold mm. and just kind of experience it. And I think I'm, I think I'm glad I did. Yeah, I didn't, I purposely did not go back and rehash it before this, because I was like, let them do their yeah. thing, but I do have a tertiary knowledge of it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm, I, I'm sure p- fans of the comic um, might have better theories as to what is going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, and what 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 kind of plot they'll use from that from that comic. But um, I'm gonna, yeah, I think I'm gonna try to stay away from that yeah. um, and just and just what is it? We have a year to wait. We have a year to wait, sir. And yeah. we don't even have a title yet. Yeah. Well, I did have to wait three years between Empire and Return of the Jedi, <laughs> <laughs> thinking, "How is he his father?" No, <laughs> so this this should be no problem. Very good. <coughs> so, so we both liked it. Now, um, we're we're putting we're saying we're we're spoiling. We're going to put tags on this thing that we're spoiling this, but absolutely, the internet didn't do that. Have you Nobody noticed? saw it ahead of time. They did not allow pre-screenings before Thursday. I think Wednesday was the, the earliest anybody got to see it, even the world premiere and everything. So, right, but it's only been a week or so, and can you can you believe all the stuff that's just like all out there on the internet about this movie that's just like, oh, that's kind of important. You don't really want to know that going in. Yeah, it's become a big meme where a lot of different internet things are being blinked out of existence and pictures and ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah, and and you're like, well, yeah, that's that's too bad. So, yes, you want to see this one? Hurry up and see this one, folks. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's really good, and you don't want anything to ruin your experience. But I really don't know if if you would have told me going in, hey man, half of everybody dies. I don't know if I would have made a difference but, for me. In but man, that. it would have messed with me if I knew Cap lived, if I knew Iron Man lived, because the whole time I'm thinking they're going to kill Cap or they're going to kill Iron Man. They're going to kill Cap or they're going to kill Iron Man. So the moment where Tony gets stabbed in the kidneys, I'm like, crap, this is where he dies. And that was me panicking. And had I known he lived, I, I wouldn't have panicked like that. Yeah. I thought maybe Cap, and the, you know, the, the one where Cap's holding the gauntlet, I'm like, this is where he just crushes his head like Loki. So that anticipation and that that foreboding of what's going to happen, I'm glad wasn't spoiled for me because that you know there was a sense of dread with a lot of things. Yeah, 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 and of of course you know the, not all these billion dollar cash cows will stay dead. <laughs> we know we've got Homecoming too, so we know Spider Man makes it. We know uh, Black Panther can't die because of that cash cow. Yeah, so we just don't know how. Yeah. How how is Thanos you know, going to get beat? There you go. And we post credits, post credits, we get Captain Marvel. That was like super underwhelming. I thought <laughs> that reveal. I was just like, oh, okay, who cares? Yeah. So we're gonna talk about her, but her movie takes place in the past. So 
We're going to get her origin, get to know her, how powerful she all, she is, and hopefully they tell us where the heck she's been for 30 years and what, where she's at in space or whatever that she hasn't been helping through any of this. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah. So, coming out of this, I always ask you and everybody, you know, where does this rank in your pantheon of MCU? And uh, for me, it is my number one favorite MCU movie. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I can definitely see that. Uh, I thought I thought Panther was Black Panther was kind of a perfect movie, mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna stick with that. Yep. And but but this is a close second, and it is and it is more epic in scope. Yeah. It's it's a bigger movie, and you know when that second half happens, is it gonna be another two and a half hours? <laughs> oh, then you put those five hours together. Holy smokes! I have uh, this. I have Winter Soldier. I have Homecoming. I have Guardians Two, and Black Panther in my top five. I don't see Winter Soldier holding up, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. So there you go. I'll let I'll let you have that. I'll Thank let you have your own opinion. You're not going to fight me on this? Wow. No, no I'm going to let you have your own opinion. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the really, really strong. Um, well done. And, uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, I think Deadpool is really good. Um, so oh, yeah. Sony gets it too. And so Deadpool 2 is coming out this week. Mm-hmm. And we'll be yep. going to that. If you guys like this kind of thing, let us know after rounds. We, we, we have plans to go see both Solo and Deadpool if you guys are interested in our breakdowns after. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so, yeah, I think Sony does a good job with that. I think Sony does, uh, Fox does a good job with X-Men. Mm-hmm. But I know there have been some uneven episodes that people haven't liked as much. I've liked what Sony did with, with Spider-Man. I think that's fine. Um, it seems like, you know, Fantastic Four, of course, is a dud, and they've tried multiple. Fox has tried multiple times on that one, and it's not happening. Um, but now that Disney has absorbed Fox, supposedly, once those contracts run out, they're not going to be able to be renewed or something. They'll get those characters back, but then they have to wait for that to. They're going to have to wait for that to. Um, run its course and then start the planning process. They say, Fig "Phase says, five. Yeah, so you know, could be twenty twenty five or later. <laughs> right? We'll see if the comic book bubble has burst by then. Yeah. Well, I I don't see it happening. I mean, they're really the only things I go to the theaters for. You know, I I don't need to go to Super Troopers two in the theater. I can wait for that one." The schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> uh, but these, you either see them in the theater or... Um, or you see them online on accident. Yeah, or you yeah, you, you have them ruined for you. So yeah, really, really great. Uh, lived up to the hype, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I, only, only the trolliest of trolls are trying to tear this thing down with uh, any kind of critiques. There's really nothing wrong with this movie it's really really good yeah even uh, at two hours and 45 minutes i was like i could have stayed longer yeah yeah you want to keep going um I, I it still bothers me that i stay through the credits to the end for like a little snippet of nothing long credits in this one long, long credits. there was a lot of people involved yeah um yeah so it it was really really good and 
go see it if you haven't. Um, I'm sure you've seen it or you wouldn't listen to this and have it ruined for you. Um, so we assume you liked it. Um, if you didn't, um, keep it to yourself. I don't want to hear it. Nah, tell us why you didn't like. <laughs> tell us why you didn't like it. If you're a hardcore fan of the Infinity Gauntlet trades and stuff and like that story, uh, tell us where it missed the mark on that one because I'm actually kind of curious. Yeah, yeah. There's probably tons more things that I'm going to think of as soon as we're done here, but um, yeah, it's just, it, there's just so many yes. moving parts. It was Scarlet really Witch lost her accent, so that was kind of neat. <laughs> I didn't, didn't, didn't notice that. It was a great battle in Wakanda, too. Yeah. Oh, man. So great good. stuff. But we want to thank you guys for listening to our spoiler cast of uh, Avengers 3, The Infinity War. And we just kind of wanted to touch base with you guys and tell you kind of our thoughts on it. And, uh, again, if you want to argue with us or talk to us about all this stuff, uh, read to, reach out to us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and or just send us a Gmail line and we'll talk about it on our next podcast. So, for Drew and for myself, see ya. <laughs>